Hey friends, it is the Michigan's Best Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and today we're going to talk art. Today on the podcast, we are talking to Hannah Berry. She is the owner-operator of Lions and Rabbits. It's an art gallery in Grand Rapids that uh, doubles as a live space and a teaching space. And she's doing some incredible work here on the west side of the state to help artists uh, make a living when you can't actually visit the pieces of art. She's moving all that stuff online. We had a minute to sit down and chat with her, at least virtually. Good morning. How are you? I am awesome. How are you? Same. Kind of. (laughs) Good. My husband is making ventilator parts right now. He's an engineer, so he's working extensive hours. I've got two kids and bad internet also, <laughs> but it's good. We're making it. We're right? yeah, we're certainly trying to. So, Hannah, thank you for giving me a, a couple minutes of your time. Um, for people who may not know what Lion and Rabbits is, can you talk a little bit about the space and sort of what it's been? I mean, it's been used for a bunch of stuff, but sort of what it's used for. Yeah, so Lions and Rabbits is um, an event space, so we are a licensed banquet facility, people have weddings, events, and stuff like that in there, and when it's not being used for that, we do um, an array of classes, from kids to adults, mostly art classes, some health and wellness, those are usually on the weekdays, and then on um, other times we, or at all times, we have local artist work showing. So we're representing about 215 local artists right now. Then for my job, I do more public placemaking, stuff with the city. And then we have a curator, Dana, who works in there as well. Awesome. And you guys obviously, like all of us, have to use, there's two words I think we're all going to never want to say again when this is over, is one of them is unprecedented. And the other one is pivoting, right? But obviously, you guys had to pivot a little bit, which is why we're on the phone. Can you tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing to help support the local artists? Yeah, we have a couple of things right now. We're um, working on getting all of the work up online. It should be up in the next like two days, I would say. So we have about 300 local artists artwork that will be on an online platform for um, delivery or pickup after, obviously, everything things a little calm down and then um we also are working through some things we might be making some art drop boxes and then using our teachers that are teaching with us regularly that can't teach their classes we might be holding online tutorials so you will have an at-home diy kit of our class and be able to take it online as well very cool. So can you, let's go back a couple steps. Like what was, what was the impetus of starting this space and running this as a business, right? You, you said early in the conversation, your husband is an engineer doing amazing work that we need done right now. What, what got you to this place to open this space? Um, yeah, so I have always been a creative and I just didn't really know how I wanted to do it, but long story short, um, I worked at a restaurant and was going to school for education, didn't want to work um, as a teacher in a school because I wanted to do more public art kind of thing. Sure. So I, I kind of acquired the space from a regular at the restaurant that I worked at and then quit working there, opened the space, and it's been very malleable um, since we opened I have hired on interns, I've done other things, and then I started gearing more towards city work and street parties and activation there. And I think while we were doing that, 
we are training and teaching so many artists at the same time that it is kind of shifted to um, more of a space for artists to come to show their work, the community to support them, but at the same time for us to be able to rise up together to learn how to do things together as a city and make economic development actually a strong word group for artists in general. And so, you know, when we're talking about economic development and artists, um, for most of us, it's it's been it's one of the things we've been thinking about, right? Musicians and artists and and how they make their their living has obviously been dramatically changed, right? And so, in in your sense, with your community, what what's the what's the temperature out there? Like, how are people feeling? What is what's yeah? Just what's the temperature? Um, so it's, it's very interesting because I think for a while artists, um, I don't think I know I have survey data to show, but artists in Grand Rapids are kind of feeling undermined, um, just in general with how to sell, how to make public art, how to get into different cities. You know, there's not really that much, uh, like if you will, like there's no stairway that is leading artists to the top. Right, right, right. And I think through things like this, when people get to see um, see artists in a new light, people get to sit down at their computer and see what artists are doing. I honestly think it could be very helpful for our community. Um, but yeah, I mean, most of these artists that are working in our community don't just make art full time. They make art. They wish they could, but most of them work in restaurants or they're baristas or they work for Herman Miller part time. You know, there's sure. artists are are everywhere and they're already trying to find their footprint. So I think this is just another step for them. And so how are you how are you doing? Right. You've, you've got a family. We're all go- going through this. Like what what's going on in your house? How are you guys doing? We're good. I mean our family is healthy and we have everything that we need. So I feel like from my point of the world, it's sad and it's whatever, but it's, you know, it's transition. And so what are you going to do for the street parties that we're planning on hosting? We have four street parties once a month in the summer um, and there are activation street party benefits for the community that all the money goes back to the community. Those are our top priority right now of trying to figure out how to make you know, be malleable to the way of the way that the world is going. Um, and to still be able to bring people together, that's probably the hardest thing for everyone. Nobody knows when and where, but everybody wants to see each other. So what is safe and what's not. Um, but I think, I think we're all good. I think we just all need to be thankful for what we have at this point. Absolutely. I will, uh, I will let you get back to it. I just wanted to check in for a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, when the website goes up, um, we'll obviously see that everywhere. And if people want to find is the website, where will the website be? Is it going to be a t- totally different site or connected to it'll, yours? It'll be, it'll be connected to ours. So it'll be on the lions and rabbits page. Um, you'll be able to shop the handmaids. You'll be able to see all the public art stuff that we do. You'll be able to see pictures of the event space. So you can get pretty lost in our website because of the amount of things that we do, but just know that there's something for everybody. All right, Hannah. Thank you for the time. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks so much.